Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone and welcome back to Triple Jump. Uh, My name is Peter. My name is Ben. We're here to talk about what happened at EA Play Live 2021. Yes, that's yes, it. Yeah. It happened. Uh, we watched. Happened. Finally, E3 is over. It is. Yeah, it's been a weird sort of hanger on, hasn't it? Even mm. though we're literally a month away, a month post E3. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we did a little live stream of it. Did some live reactions that'll be available, of course, on the VODs channel if you want to watch that. Uh, but we're going to give you a quick rundown now of everything that was revealed um, mm-hmm. and you should be able to see little bits and bobs on screen as well um, absolutely so, yeah it was a nice little short show wasn't it in, yeah. in general um, we all we had and we said this on our live stream as well all we knew is that the pre-show started at six mm. uh, they didn't say when the main show started and then as soon as the pre-show started there was a 15 minute countdown timer and they didn't really it was just there's no point to it at all really so they just um, showed stuff that's already been shown they, they literally were calling it like re- recaps or refreshes or something like that they were saying right. like yeah just to remind you uh this this was already this shown. happened yeah this has already happened so we instead skipped straight to the main show it lasted for about half an hour 40 minutes yeah about and it was hosted by austin creed from the wwe where he's better known as uh xavier woods and I think he did a pretty good job, although, as I'm sure we'll discuss, some of the humour that was injected in was not particularly entertaining. Uh, yeah. But, you know, what can you do? It's a video game event. God forbid that they just tell us about the games, eh? He read what he was supposed to read and did it as well as it could possibly be done, yeah. I would say. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, and, yeah, in terms of it being kind of a relatively short show, I thought, you know, if nothing else, and this is kind of a bit of a contrast to some of the other stuff that happened at proper E3 this year. Um, Although there wasn't that much, I would say kind of everything that was shown, although it's not all actually for me, Mm. it was kind of worth being there. It was like, oh, that's another, that's that's an important thing that you've just shown me. You know, there was no filler, there was no, no dead weight. It was all worth being there. So, you know, that, I have to say, that's a good thing, as I say, compared to some of the other stuff we saw at E3. Yeah, I think it was. If this was at E3, if this conference was at E3, I think it would do pretty well in people's rankings of the the press conferences. There, it was just it was a good all rounder that ended very strong and had something for. I'd like to say everyone, but certainly it would it would please several fan bases in one go. And uh, 
Yeah. Can't really ask for much more than that. So should we get started, Peter, with Grid Legends, which is the new yeah. title from the recently acquired Codemasters, you know, the racing people. And yeah. Grid Legends is it's it's a racing game with a story mode. Now, a lot of people will probably think, well, Need for Speed has been doing that for ages, but this seems to be less street racing and far more, you know, the high stakes, multi-million dollar race prizes world of, of various disciplines of elite level racing. But they used some really interesting techniques to, to shoot actors, didn't they? They did. You can't see me right now, Ben, but I was desperately trying to Google the name of it because every time <laughs> I forget what it's called and someone even reminded us in the chat of the name yeah. of it. But it's it's that thing... Uh, Stagecraft, the, the volume is the the name of the thing. Yeah, stagecraft is like a word associated with it, but the volume right. is the name of the one they use in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Um, where uh, from a filmmaking perspective, it's quite unique in that a lot of the scenery, it, well, all of the scenery essentially is built in uh, in engine. It's in a gaming engine because you're not running a video game at the same time in this stuff. You're able to render it to you know a kind of photorealistic level. And then you have it on a screen in the background, and depending on how you move the actual camera that you're using to shoot the actor, um, that changes the orientation of the stuff that's being displayed on the screen, so that you have realistic parallax and stuff on the camera. And it essentially just looks like they're really there where you are, mm. and you don't. It doesn't look like there's a static screen behind them. It's very cleverly done, yeah. and. Um, now it's kind of come full circle and they're using that to make cutscenes in a video game uh, by shooting in live action with a, with the scenery that's made presumably in engine. So it's all kind of, it's interesting how that's come around, but uh, it's always fun to see um, when that's being filmed from a third camera showing how the movement of the cameraman or woman affects the screen. It's very clever stuff. Um, yeah. And it, it, it almost it uncanny kind of, valley, wasn't it? I was going to say, yeah, it kind of, made you feel a bit like are those real people or is that because they t as it turns out they were like they were f just live action people filmed on a camera but i guess what we were really seeing was a non-real background and our brains were trying to comprehend what part of this doesn't look real because that looks like a human being mm -hmm. but there's something here that's not right something's and, off yeah so it's quite interesting to see but it sounds good to me that you know it's a, a racing game with a story i mean I don't think I've necessarily got the time to add uh, ra the racing genre in general to my gaming library because there's so little time as it is. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would be if I was the kind of if if I was looking for something else to get into, I would find that very appealing. It's not just here's a very realistic racing game and you have to learn the exact lines and like tune up your car by like tiny degrees. Um, you know, you've also got a story mode there to just pull you along and, and make you feel interested. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm all for that. Yep. And the novelty of having real actors there as well is mm. is always fun. You don't see that very often in games, and I, I quite like it when they do that. There's something almost a bit unnerving about it in the instances that it has been used, because usually it's sort of more, I don't know, like for spookier games, in particular, there's a moment in Mass Effect where they have you know Shepard sees some kind of vision and it's right. a very quick cuts of real footage and it's all for some reason just by virtue of it being real it's a bit weird like it feels a bit off 
Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of scope for the you know real footage to be used in games. So I'm interested in, in this one. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's good. Uh, up next, we had uh, a new update for Apex Legends. We'd already seen in the pre-show. Um, I don't know if that was the actual reveal of the character in the pre-show because uh, there's a, a new character called Sia. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, they they really built on that and, and showed a lot more in the show itself. So uh, this character's got like little mini drones that can fly around. Uh, he like phased through a wall at some point, um, so looks like an interesting character. Uh, you played a bit of Apex, and it's kind of heyday, didn't you? Or not? It's heyday, and it's well, it's infancy when it, when it starts, yeah. in its infancy. Yeah, it's kind of in its heyday all, all the time to this moment, day. To now, this day. yeah, in its infancy. Um, yeah, I played it very early on, and uh, I was not very good at it, admittedly. Right. But um, yeah, this is it's a, it's a new it's a new legend to join the roster. Just on an absolute tear, wasn't he? Just tearing through every single other yeah. uh, legend available, making them all look like chumps. And almost, it was sort of partnered with uh, the announcement of Apex Legends Emergence, which is, as confirmed in this article that we're looking at now, when we did think, well, maybe that's what that is. It is a, it's, it's the name of the new season of content. Mm. So we saw Sia... Uh, flying across the map, sort of skating on snow, and then lava came down, and it was sort of taking over the map, so it seems that there's going to be some map alterations on the way, as you would want from a new season of your Battle Royale uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Anytime you want to do a new map, that's fine. We'll Mm -hmm. wait. I suppose we'll just have to keep waiting. Uh, But it looks like there's a a lot more stuff coming to, to Apex Legends, and if you're a fan of it, and if you're still playing it, then you've got plenty to look forward to. Go. Yeah, emergence coming soon. Uh, yes. What was up next, Ben? Lost in Random. We've seen this before. It's sort of Burton esque in its mm. visuals. Uh, it's one of those EA Originals games, which I've quite the affinity for, and we we both do really on this channel. It's the sort of it's 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 the label under which games like uh, It Takes Two and Unraveled and uh, what's it called A Way Out is yeah. published by EA. Uh, so lots of cool, interesting indie-esque games, uh, or just straight up indie, I suppose, developed by um, you know much smaller studios uh, than EA would would normally work with. I, th- I thought I think EA does EA own Haze Light, Joseph Fares' studio. I'm not actually sure. Maybe they just have a partnership. They own it. I'm not I don't sure. know. Um, anyway, it's a new game coming from that studio. It uh, looks really pretty as we remarked on the stream it's sort of a combination of psychonauts and and little nightmares in its kind of gothic weirdness uh what did you think of the gameplay though because we saw some card based stuff that yeah kind of put us put us on edge a little bit yeah that's the thing so as you say we've seen this before um at least once if not maybe maybe some other show as well no maybe just we saw a reveal uh some time ago but in any case uh it, it looked good to begin with because I don't recall seeing this card-based stuff the first time around. It just looked like this, you know, interesting, as you say, Burton-esque, gothic, horror, psychonautsy kind of thing. Um, they say as well, the, the developer was talking about how it's inspired by stop-motion films of right. you know, a couple of decades ago. Um, and it certainly has that feel, but now they've added in this dice battle gameplay, they call it, uh, or, or dice battle uh, combat, um, which had cards that you can purchase seemingly in-game and hopefully just with in-game currency. We saw the character picking up 
what looked a bit like bolts from Ratchet and Clank, I thought. Um, and you spend them there. We're hoping that there's not going to be any microtransactions involved, but hey, you spend your money on what you want to spend it on, you I suppose. You get cards. There might yeah, be get your microtransactions. Cards, pay to win. Um, but the cards are then used in a combat situation, so it looked like you can just engage in regular combat and swing your weapon around and stuff, but then you're able to go into slow-mo. That brings up your deck in the corner of the screen, and you can cycle through and pick different ones. Now, in a sense... I was I was really trying to look past this and, and be... I'm just getting all tangled up in my wires here. Trying to be <laughs> um, forgiving of it or, or not not just hear the word cards and feel like, oh, this is a terrible thing. You shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Um, because essentially what they were doing once they finally scrolled through and picked a card is it just activated a special move, seemingly. You know, there's one apparently where the little dice companion guy turns into a bomb and blows things up. Another one where they were spinning a hammer around in like a, like a tornado. Um, and if there wasn't the actual visual on-screen thing of, here's your hand of cards, then I wouldn't be as offended by this, by this idea. But um, I don't know. Should you, should you have to buy your special abilities in-game like that with, with in-game currency? I suppose it's I not much know. different to buying special ammunition for a weapon. or, or well, yeah. It's just, it's, just this card it's basically just a menu, isn't it? Semantics. I think it's just the fact that it's a card and, the, and yeah. the, almost the gameplay baggage that comes with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just for us personally, taste-wise, yeah. like seeing a game that looks really interesting and we did learn a little bit about the story as well you and your sister are sent to this place and you get separated you're trying to find her yeah. um but yeah just seeing seeing oh it's card based combat it was like oh man i, I kind of wish it wasn't but then that only appeared to be a very as you say a very small part of the combat yeah i think he said as well that they didn't show much non-card stuff i think there was just a little line from the developer that was oh yeah and there's a lot more there's a lot more to do in the dice battle uh, mm. combat, you know, so it's not... Otherwise, they would have called it card battle, right? So the, clearly there's, like, right. multiple elements to it. So yeah. maybe there's also dice you can oh. buy. That'll be fun. Oh. Uh, so there's more to see from this, I think, before you make your mind up. And uh, yeah. as I say, I'm trying to look beyond it and just not treat them like cards, just treat them like kind of Menus. purchasable... Um, yeah, just a menu of abilities that you pick up in a shop, I suppose. Uh, yeah. But that's coming in September... Mm -hmm. All being well. So, it uh, is. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Looking pretty nice. Tell me about Knockout City Season 2. Well, Knockout City Season 2 is called Fight at the Movies. Mm. Um, Knockout City is the dodgeball style game. It's one of these, you know, the kind of slew of quite stylized, um, quirky multiplayer games that we've had over the past. I mean, probably nearly a nearly a decade now. That's probably a bit much, but five, certainly five or six last, years. Yeah, two or three years for sure. Yeah, um, you know, going back to even things as early as uh, Splatoon and and uh, Rocket League have similar kind of vibes to this, but more recently, yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah. You've got obviously your battle royale games, but also mm. things that just have a little twist. Like there's the uh, I still can't remember the name of it, but there's that rollerblading one where you're going round and round. And, is uh, it Roller City? I don't know. I don't know. And then there's uh, like a one that where everyone has rocket rocket launches. Is that just Rock, called that's Rocket Rocket Jump? City? I think Rocket City. Yeah, they're all just. It's cities. called Rocket City. Introducing um, Dodgeball City. But there's loads of these different loads of these games that are all kind of the same game, but they've got oh this one's dodgeball, this one's rockets, this one's this, uh, and uh, Knockout City fight in the movies is basically just a new season where seemingly there are lots of different movie set style maps to fight in yes uh, yeah, that that looked looked like it, that was it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sorry, I thought you were going to say more. I'm just googling Rocket City. I don't think that's it. Well, I was hoping Sorry, that you might remember some of the specific ones that we saw because I don't yeah, actually there was, remember. Was there like was, a western? Yeah, the, one? there was there was like a castle and there was like a, a sort of cityscape that looks like it's something that King Kong would smash up. Um, yeah. I, what I think you were correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the the point you were trying to make there about it being part of a number of, of games that look quite similar. And when I mm. said Fortnite, I meant aesthetically. There's a lot of games in this genre that have tried to sort of copy the Fortnite right. visuals. Uh, but Knockout City has really carved out a niche for itself. Like, it's really popular and people are really enjoying it. Mm. And uh, the fact that it's even getting a season two, the fact it's lived this long, because you, as you've pointed out, we, we get a lot of games that look like this, at least yeah. a couple of months, it feels like. And you often see a debut trailer at a show like this and then you never hear about it ever again. Uh, Rocket Arena, I've just remembered. That's what it was. Rocket called. Arena. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to see this see this game flourishing, people enjoying it and it getting a second season, that's that's fantastic news and I really hope people will like it. It looks like it's just a, a, a load of new maps. I'm sure some other additional content as well, but uh, there is more Knockout City on the way. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's coming. Uh... Battlefield 2042 was mm. the next thing we saw, and yes. uh, there's kind of I, I thought this looked really good, although I'm not yeah. actually a Battlefield player. Uh, we've got Battlefield Portal on the mm. way; it's a new game mode, right? Can you can you tell us a little bit more about that, please, Ben? 
I certainly can. It had a great trailer where it it it, it took us way too long to realize that something was off, but it was it was yeah. soldiers from 2042 fighting Nazis from the 1940s and then you saw, you know, some Tommies in there and you saw some American troops as well. Yanks. Yanks. Someone died and a little tag was on the side of their gun and it was the smiley face from Battlefield Bad Company. Um, and then they confirmed, yes, there's this new sort of portal game mode where you can set up your own game logic and rules and basically pit forces from... I think pretty much all of the Battlefield games, or at least a lot of the big prominent ones, yeah. uh, against one another. So you can have like th- the futuristic 2042 soldiers facing off against a load of German soldiers with knives, if you want, which was one of the clips that they showed. Um, and there was a bit where they did that classic Battlefield trailer thing where they blew up a, a car and launched it through space at a futuristic As helicopter a thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was I was really impressed by this. It looked really good fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it did. I always, as I was saying in the stream, I, I always think Battlefield gameplay just looks wonderfully chaotic, and I kind of wish that uh, you know I, I was part of that. And I can be if I you want can to be. be. But uh, you know, like I say, so many games, so little time. Yes. But uh, I I think this is a really great concept, and I kind of wish that. You know, everyone could just steal the idea, and you could have all these different uh, franchises and like IP saying, "We're bringing out a new mode. It's called, uh, you know, Halo Portal, mm. and you can use all of these different. I mean, they're largely the same across Halo games. So that's not the best example, but you know, any long-running series, uh, like, oh yeah, we're mixing up all of our installments, and you can pit it all against each other. Um, everyone should plagiarize this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Go do it do it it's just like the nemesis system in uh, middle earth why hasn't anyone nicked that yet what are you doing get on with it um the final thing peter was a thing we all came for wasn't it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um dead space is returning there was a little um play along at home game running throughout the stream where you had to get letters and note them down and you can then put it into the website which of course was instantly down as soon yep. as the stream was over because everyone tried to access it and the letters spelled the words it's back it's back and it is dead space is back it was just a tease really um we saw a spooky um well the, the mining facility uh yeah a corridor on the spooky mining orbital station with a necromorph right at the end in some flickering lights just a couple of couple of weird limbs that's all you really saw and then we saw the uh the, the health bar along the spine of the character whose name I'm trying to remember. I want Isaac. to say Isaac. That's it. Yeah, Isaac I nearly Clark. said. I nearly said um, Ethan, but that's Resident Ethan, Evil. Ethan Winters. Ethan Winters. His latest hell. He's mm. been sent into space. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you've not yet had the pleasure, have you, mm. Ben, of Dead Space? It is a game that I have actively avoided because I was at my peak cowardice when it came out. (laughs) And my friends played it, and I saw the insane critical reaction to obviously the first two, the third one not so much. Yeah. Um, But it's a game that I feel like I'm going to have to bite the bullet, grow up, and play on stream with you and Ashton laughing at me while I do a little cry. Um, Maybe so, yeah. It's a lot of fun, though. It's it's fun to play, like gameplay wise. That this is the first game we're talking about. Who's to say how well or how badly this remake will be done? But uh, I'm true. sure it'll probably be very good. 
Um, and the atmosphere of, of just the opening kind of half hour of that first game. I was trying to say on stream, but we kind of just ran out of time, that uh, a really memorable moment that a lot of people will know. You know, um, in Bioshock, when you go around that corner and you see the lady, the shadow of the lady talking to the pram, like yes. the baby in the pram. And then when you get there, it's is it like a shotgun? The yeah, pram, there's, there's a big old gun in the, in the pram that she's talking to. You get that in Dead Space 1 where you're walking down a corridor and you just hear this metallic clanging, like occasional bonk, bonk, bonk. And you're like, okay, what's that? And as you get closer, you see, I think first you see just see the shadow of uh, like a, the body of something being like bashed into a wall, like the head being bashed. And as you round the corner, you realize he's not being like pushed or anything. It's just a man who has seen too much and is just slamming his head against the wall. Um, That's it, awful. It's just horrible, uh, but it's it's brilliant, and it's so... Uh, it's just atmospheric, as this mm. trailer was. It was very well done, and uh, it, it looks super exciting, and I can't wait for us all to play it together on livestream. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, we know it's being developed by EA Motive, who recently did Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah. Now... Nothing against EA Motive for Star Wars Squadrons, but I did not like Star Wars Squadrons. Obviously, no, I didn't, really. Dead Space, very, very different kind of game, and I have the utmost faith that they will do it justice. I don't think EA will let them not do it justice. Mm. Uh, so I'm sure that'll be good. And we do know that it's a remake because it's being described as a classic rebuilt. Yeah. So that's as close to confirmation as we're going to get without someone from EA, presumably as we're recording this, saying, yes, it's a remake. Yeah. Um, I think so. But there we are. That was EA Play Live 2021. On the whole, as we said at the start, good show. Excited for a few things there. I do think I'm going to take the plunge on Battlefield, and mm -hmm. uh, I will cautiously watch Lost in Random from a distance. We'll see if it's right. good. Yeah. And Dead Space, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play Dead Space. I'm sure, for sure. We are. I'll probably give Lost in Random a go, um, unless you know more comes out about this combat system before. The Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Game releases and it just gets less and less appealing. We'll, we'll see how that presents itself closer to release. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good show overall. I was pretty impressed with all of it. As I say, no filler, no duds. No, uh, no rubbish. Yep. So, well done. Absolutely. Why not let us know in the comments below how you found EA Play Live 20... It's a lot of words. EA it Play is, Live 2021. Yeah. Uh, was there anything you were excited for or that you were sad wasn't shown? They did sort of set expectations beforehand and they said there'd be no skate and no Star Wars either. So, yeah. uh, if you went in there expecting it, you only got yourself to blame. But... Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, anyway, we're going to go now. Like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, and uh, until next time, take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.